<laughs> Making the world a better place, <laughs> one show at a time. The George Wilder okay. Jr. Show is now. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. <laughs> All right. Chicago's finest internet radio show, making a world a better place, one show at a time. The George Water Jr. Show is now on the air. Take it away, Dad. All right, welcome to the George Water Jr. Show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for podcasting. Thank you for being here. I mean, I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I mean, I really do mean that. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the George Water Jr. Show. Thanks for everybody for uh thanks most people for uh giving their uh input their input their uh their take on the show and thanks some some are positive and some are uh still positive <laughs> i I never want to say negative because negative breed negativism, so you don't want to do that and I tell people all the all the time think positive be positive uh no, it doesn't matter what age you are uh you can be happy you can still fulfill your dreams you can still have goals. You can still be creative. So, you know, uh, do not let age or uh, uh, anything like that keep you back. And if you find yourself uh, having problems, physical problems, you can't walk, your knees hurt or whatever, uh, those things uh, don't have to happen. They do not have to happen to you. If you pick yourself up, uh, you know, but, you know, we let ourselves go. A lot of things that we do in our, when we're very, very young will come back to haunt us when we're in our late 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. It'll come back to haunt us. Uh, but if you've done all right in your uh, youth, it, it, I mean, you're going to sail right through. Uh, uh, be older. Can I say older? Uh, later years. <laughs> That'll be, that's better, you know. So, you know, uh, think positive, be positive. I mean, don't be depressed. Don't feel like you're lonely because you're not lonely because the George Wilder Jr. Show is right there with you to keep you company. Uh, uh, Don't feel dejected. Don't feel sorry. Don't feel that you're not worthy. Don't even feel that you're not worthy of what you have uh, accomplished in your life. A lot of people uh, will tell themselves they have this, they have that. You know, but they don't think they're worthy of having those things. They should, but you are. I mean, who? I mean, you, you bust your ass for, for for a lot of years. You deserve what you have. You res- you deserve retirement. You re- you deserve that new car. You deserve that big old house over there. You deserve, you know, to be happy. So, um, 
um, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm probably speaking motivational. <laughs> I'm not a very good one at that, but I've had great ones on the show. But, uh, you know, there's so many people out here who are unhappy, sad, lonely, um, depressed, feeling as if their lives are worth it, worthless. You do have folks out here who are like that. This is 2018, but hey, wow. And this is the 21st century. Uh, people are, you, you never know. I mean, people sit in their apartments by themselves. They sit in their homes all alone. They get off work. You know, uh, they go home. They go home and be alone just to get back up to go to work the next morning. That that's the way I, in some ways, that's the way I used to feel when I had a job. Uh, when I had a regular job, I mean, um, it was always getting up, going to work, coming back, getting up, going to work, coming back, going to work, coming back. It was it was like a revolving door. And pretty sure that's that's the way it is to some people now. You know, it seemed like you just go to work, come back home, eat, sleep. Take a shower, get up the next morning, and it it just continues until you retire. You know, but uh, it can be uh, monotonous. <laughs> it can it can get you, and that's why I'm always talking about entrepreneurship for for people. Work for yourself. Do it for yourself. Don't don't give your whole life to some company that doesn't appreciate you. Don't give your whole life to some company that really is not thinking about you, but only thinking about their bottom line and what you can do for them to make them rich. Because that's all you're doing when you're working with someone else. You're making, helping to make them successful. You're helping to make them rich. You're doing nothing for yourself. And they, that's why they hired you, so you can help them be successful. But what about you? What about you? Don't you want to be successful? Stop making other people successful and make yourself successful, especially if you're young and you can do it and you have support. There's no reason for you not to do that. All right. You've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. It's glad to be. We were off, we were off for a few days. I did a lot of writing. We did a lot of this. And <laughs> we are um, um, just just happy. I mean, just just be happy. Because one of the things about people being happy is you live longer. You live a lot longer if you have a positive attitude and you're happy and, and you're not angry all the time and, and, and you're smiling and you're greeting people. Uh, they're greeting you. They're, they're feeling the same way when you, uh, uh, they greet you. I mean, for the smile on your face, don't, I mean, you know, you don't have to be, there's so many angry people out here too, just pissed off just for the hell of it. You know, you don't have to be that way. Um, life is too short and it is short. We're on this earth only for a short time. Uh, everybody is going to die. Nobody's going to get out of this alive. We're all going to die. Uh, it, it's inedible. It, it's inevitable. <laughs> inedible. <laughs> uh, we're all going to die. I mean, it, it's, it's in the cards. It's simple physics in a way. Uh, you're born, you die. Simple physics, you know. So, uh, but, it, but, you know, when you die, it, uh, the population kind of balances itself out because once you die, once we're gone, you, you die, I die, they die. People are born. Babies are born. You die, someone's born. A thousand people die, a thousand people are born. It balances itself out. 
and uh, everybody's going to die. You know, I, I don't see why people are trying to hold on to their simple lives. I, you know, I would tell people, do not be afraid of death. Don't be afraid of it because you weren't afraid of birth, were you? So why be afraid of death? It comes. But I, I can dig some people when they're saying, well, I'd be glad when I die because I, the pain is so enormous, you know. I'd rather be dead because I have all these doctor bills and all this medicine and all these prescription drugs, and that stuff will kill you a lot faster. And I'm I'm here to say that, and I, I do believe that. I do believe uh, prescription drugs, what your doctor keeps prescribing to you every week, every month, or every year, whatever, that stuff will kill you a lot more, a lot faster if you don't know what you're doing. There's no doubt about it. You ever see these ads, these these ads on television telling you to buy this certain prescription drug, buy this drug if you on Medicare Part A, Part D, whatever, Medicaid. Um, it's, it's true. Medicine will kill you a lot worse, some of it, because a lot of times you don't really need that stuff. What do you need to do is just exercise, eat right, think positive, and you, in a few weeks or maybe a month, you'll feel great. You, you take all these prescriptions, the prescriptions, these prescription drugs, you're going to get addicted to it. Your body's going to become, uh, your body's going to become, your, your body's going to be asking for, for, for these drugs. You take so many of them all the time, your body's going to get used to these drugs. You're going to become addicted and you got to have them, even though the drugs are actually not doing you any good, making your life worse. And I would like to say to a lot of seniors out there, if you're going to live a lot longer and and you don't have to be tripping and falling in your apartment, exercise. Exercise. Even even pick up the weights. I don't give a damn if you're 95 years old. If you want to live to be 95, uh, uh, start picking up those weights. And you, if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, start doing weight training. It's not good for uh, seniors, a senior, someone in their 80s and 90s, to be skinny. You're more, you're more healthier if you have some weight on you. You look younger with weight than you would if you walking down the street looking like a toothpick and you're 85 years old or 70 years old. You have to have some weight because if you have a skinny face, I mean, you're going to look like the mummy walking down the street or you're going to look like uh, uh, a skeleton. But if you and you're going to look a lot older than what you are. So if you put on a little weight, you know, which is not bad, you don't have to overdo it. A uh, little weight and exercise and eat properly. A lot of us can't eat properly. Even I can't eat properly. But you need uh, 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 some weight and you need to uh, go to the gym and do some weight training and exercise every day. As you get older, as you get older and older and older, you're going to need to exercise more because older people we seem to uh deteriorate a lot faster than younger people because we're just old and it's just not and actually it's just natural i mean it's natural to lose a little bit of your hearing or to lose a little bit of your brain power or to lose uh depth or here or two it's just naturally some of it just naturally aging and it's to be expected but we don't have to hurt uh your knees <laughs> Your knees um, do not have to. Uh, uh, you don't. 
I guess what I'm saying, you do not have to be in pain. That's that's a myth. None, nobody has to be in. Well, I'm old, so my knees are hurt. That's not true. I'm oh my back, my oh my back, I can't get. Oh, I can't walk down the street. Oh, this hurts. That hurts. It doesn't have to. The reason why I think people have pain, you know, you know, uh, just uh, just pain that comes here and there. It's because it's something they're not doing or something that should have done in their youth or it, or sometimes sometimes it pays to exercise through the pain. Uh, I mean, if your knees are hurting, if your legs are hurting, your back hurting, and you know that it's not that serious, exercise through the pain. You know, I mean, there's, I, I see people all the time, you know, I meet people all the time who are... Uh, as you, you can just buy, you can observe them walking down the street. Sometimes you can say, wow, she's in pain. Wow, he's in pain. And you know, people don't have to be in pain. You know, uh, but, but before you can get rid of the pain, you have to exercise through it. If your knees are aching, exercise through it. If your legs are hurting, ex- do not sit back on the couch or 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 in your favorite chair because your knees are hurting or your back is hurting. You need to get out and exercise because if you don't get that blood flowing, if you don't get that blood curdling, if you don't get that blood circulating throughout your body, you're going to be in big trouble because you can uh, that can cause amputations, not diabetes. You don't have to have diabetes to get amputated. What to be amputated, you don't, and so a lot of people with diabetes, and you can live your life without ever being amp, having a limb amputated, even if you have diabetes. No, why? Because you're getting out there exercising, and when you're exercising, you're controlling your blood sugar. That's one of, and if you're eating right, you're controlling your blood sugar. If you're drinking plenty of water, you're controlling your blood sugar. You don't need the prescription drugs that the doctors. When you go to the doctor, they try to push you. And, oh, you how's your medication? Well, I'm out of it. Or here's another prescription. That's loading. Basically, that is um, money in your doctor's pocket. Every time they write you a prescription, even even if you don't need it, you know. Uh, but they're not gonna. Uh, a lot of people go to the doctor. Doctor, uh, my prescription is up. I need some more drugs. I need some more medication. Okay, let's give you a test and see what you. All right, you can get. Uh, you know, the doctor is not going to ask you if most doctors are not going to ask you if you need medication. You have to tell them that you need the medication and then they're going to check you out and see if you actually need it. Uh, and then they're going to be start writing it and writing it and you get your refills, 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 refills. And then you have to go back to the doctor. You know, you don't need all of this hassle. All you need. I mean, think about it. When you were an infant, a child, did you have to take medicine? No, and you grew to be strong. Now that you're getting up in age, you figure you're getting weak and you need medicine to keep you strong and to keep, no, no. Now, there are some people out here who who would probably disagree with me on medication. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, if, if your medication is doing the job and you think you need it and you have to have it, then um, go with it. Go with it, but I don't think anybody actually needs medication unless there's two, unless there are two 
far gone and it, and it's really really severe. Now there's cases for medication if it's but if it's not that if you your problems are not that severe not uh, not that um, uh, deep or not that far in, into um, uh, doing anything about then hey take your medication. You know you're gonna have to. You know, because your body had the reason why you must take your vacation because your body is addicted to taking it. Sometimes, if you stop taking medication, your body will break down. You know, because it's addicted to taking that medication when you didn't really need it in the first place. But since you've been taking it, you got to take it forever now because you, uh, but you can wean yourself off of medication. I mean, you know, but you know, like I said before. It, it, it's a ripoff. It's uh, the medical industry is making big bucks off of keeping you sick, keeping writing those prescriptions, keeping you coming back to the clinic and the doctor, and you will be charged for it. You know, nothing's free. Uh, there are so many people out here who have who have lost their homes. They've lost their cars. They lost. They've just totally went bankrupt. They just totally went bankrupt because, you know, of, 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 of medical. Their medical bills drove them into the poorhouse. And, and we, wanna, we want to kind of avoid that, avoid that, if we can, if we can. But, you know, as I've said, if you need to take your medication and you have to take it and it's preventing you from uh, dying, then take it then take it a lot of these med- if you have de- if you have diabetes and you're taking diabetes medication be warned a lot of the medications that you might be taking for diabetes can actually cause your limbs to be amputated there's there's a, a medical proof to that so you go out and you t- you see all these commercials on television and they say well you got to die take this medication take that lyrica and all this stuff uh, watch it because the side effects from some of these uh, medications can kill you alone. The side effects. You ever listen to the side effects of some of these med- uh, medications when they're advertising this stuff on television? I mean, it's a whole litany <laughs> of ways you could die taking uh, medication that they're prescribing. A whole list going down. But there's not much of a list when it comes to the benefits of this medication. There's maybe two or three benefits that you might get from this medication, but there's 20 to 30 uh, side effects that <laughs> can come from this particular medication. So um, just be aware of the medications you, you take because some of the medication, even, your doctor might even tell you that some of the medications can cause your symptoms that you're trying to get your, get rid of to be worse, a lot worse. You know, so... Um, um, be aware of that. Be aware of that. And uh, nobody needs to take uh, uh, a lot of medication. You know, nobody. I mean, it, it, it's addictive. Uh, it's wrong. And it's profitable for the uh, drug companies. That's it. Because uh, health care in, in America is not free. You want to go to the doctor. You need to do you need some kind of health care. You're going to pay for it. Not like in other uh, um, countries especially um, countries like America. 
you know, and everybody's trying to get, hey, wow, they have free health care. I mean, Canada and some of these other countries, you, you get a broken leg, you walk into the doctor's office, you get fixed up. Uh, uh, they get you home. They don't uh, charge you. Uh, you you're not going to see a bill come through the mail like you do in the United States. Even if you're on Medicare or Medicare, Medicaid or Medicare, uh, you get uh, have treatment in the, at, at one of these clinics or hospital. The next thing you're going to know, you got a bill in the mail. It that never happens in other countries. I think two. I think two things that should be free, at least two things that should be free in the United States that are uh, free in other countries. And that's med- that's healthcare and that's education. Those are the two. Th- Boy, do Americans need to be educated. I, I, Americans need to be ed- uh, educated. Americans need a much better education. Because a lot of these folks are just dumb, stupid, and blind. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. A lot of them are just. Uh, uh, the other day, when I when when we were going to vote, um, a couple of people were asked that they vote. Have you voted yet? Have you? And people, you have people saying, I don't vote. No, I don't vote. I don't vote. I, I just don't vote. And the way they say these things, that, that I don't vote, they don't vote, they act like it's some sort of a a good thing not to vote. They, they're putting themselves up on pedestals because they're not voting. You know? uh, and that's wrong. This young, young girl, I don't know, she could have been uh, 18 or 19, and she was asked if she voted or not, as everybody else was heading into the polls. No, I don't vote. No, I, I I don't vote. And she she walked on as if that was really a big deal because she didn't vote. People have to stop thinking that because they don't vote that it's some sort of a, a monumental achievement because they don't vote. I don't vote, man. And they look at you like you're stupid because you vote, okay? <laughs> well, hey, Jerry, do you vote? No, not me. Uh-uh. No way. I got to go. See you, George. <laughs> this really happens. It really happens. And as there's no way that you can convince these people to get up off their lazy, stupid, dumb asses and get to the polls and vote because their lives are on the line. I mean, if you pay taxes in the United States, you should vote. If you work in the United States, you should vote. If you are a citizen, you should vote. If you care about what's going on in your government, you should vote. But there's people out here, I mean, they act as if, you know, um, by not voting, they're, uh, they feel real, really pretty good about it when they shouldn't. They should get out here and vote. If you're born in America, you should vote. You know, and, and and if you ha- haven't registered, you should get registered. Because, as I've said many times, and a lot of people have said the same thing, if you don't vote, and if you're a Democrat, if you don't vote, you are voting for a Republican. If you do not vote for for, for whatever reason, 
you're voting for a Republican. For whatever reason you're voting for a Republican, your vote will, if you're registered, your vote will get counted even if you do not vote. And that's a fact. So, so there are so many people, and I ain't going to vote, I ain't voting. Well, then that's a vote for the opposition. That's a vote for the Republican, if you're a Democrat. And there's people out there, dumb, dumb, dumb uh, enough not to know that. I could understand, well, I, I can't vote. My religion won't let me. I can't do it. I will be thrown out. But I can bet you this. I bet you're not the only one that, that <laughs> someone else in that congregation is voting. They saying hell with the pastor. They saying hell with this. I'm gonna go out and vote. Yeah, you have a lot of people with 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 stupid beliefs. I'm gonna call it stupid beliefs, and their beliefs, just like any other belief, is they believe truly in that, and they think that they don't vote, and they're proud of it. They're very proud of that that they don't vote. They think they're gonna get to heaven because they don't vote. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But if you do not vote, you know, I see why you're in America. And why are you here? I mean, because you're going to be suffering under the, under the, under the same regime as everybody else. And let's say those people don't vote. They were proud not to vote. The president attacking top Republican Bob Corker, who the president will need in order to push his agenda through Congress. So what's the strategy here? Let's bring in CNN political commentator Anna Navarro and CNN political commentator Ben Ferguson. Great to see both of you, Ben. Morning. What, what's the strategy of going to war, a public war with Bob Corker? Well, I, I don't. I mean, I think the president's pretty clear about this. He thinks that Bob Corker uh, is someone that is coming after him in a way that he doesn't appreciate. He's going to fight back very clearly. Bob Corker has not helped this president uh, in the Senate. Uh, when the president's tried to be open with him, have him over the White House and work with him, uh, pretty much every chance that Bob Corker's had, it's been to undermine the president. And that's the reason why he's having to retire. His, look, in, in Tennessee, uh, I do a radio show there every day. Bob Corker was not going to get reelected. Uh, there are a lot of citizens in Tennessee that are very upset, very angry with him, feel like he's been a fraud, uh, a rhino, a Republican in name only. Uh, and that's why he had to retire. So I think, look, having this fight, I don't think it necessarily does any damage because when the president's been nice to him and worked with him, uh, Bob Corker is not led on the issues he promised. All right. Uh, author Karen Pierce will be at, we'll talk about her new book on the George Wilder Jr. show, hopefully. And we will be, let's see if we can't take a break right now. We're going to take a musical break, a short one. We'll be back.
Harvey bearing down on the Texas coast, Category 4 storm. At the same time, we learned that the president was going to pardon former Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Did the president use Harvey for political cover? Let's discuss. In fact, let's debate. We have CNN political commentator Anna Navarro and Republican Arizona State Senator Steve Montenegro. Anna? Carl, uh, what is your reaction to the president saying the Mueller probe never should have started in the first place? He said that all along, and he's determined to shut it down. Those who are closest to him will tell you it's very hard for them to stop his rages, especially in the last couple of weeks, about Mueller. And that they say to me and others that, that he is determined to shut this investigation down. He hasn't quite figured out how to do it, but he's determined to do it. And the real question here is uh, whether the rule of law uh, and the avoidance of a constitutional, a real constitutional crisis, which we're really approaching here, because he is saying essentially he is not going to be held accountable to the law, that the law does not apply to him, that this uh, investigation is in itself illegal. And he believes, as Jeff Greenfield, Greenfield has just said, uh, that he can convince his base and a lot of the Republican Party that he doesn't have to be held accountable because they will be convinced as well that this is a witch hunt. And in fact, it's anything but. And one of the reasons we're seeing what we are right now is the president, according to those around him, uh, has expressed the belief uh, or certainly the attitude that he thinks this investigation is closing in on him, on his family and in, on his businesses. And there's real evidence uh, circumstantial that this is the case and certainly lawyers involved in this uh, for other defendants believe that is the case and also that a set of indictments uh, is just over the horizon now the, how, how, how do you know that you say a set go? of indictments on the way is is over the horizon yes I think that that certainly yeah, the other so. lawyers involved in this believe that a new set of indictments is, leg iron, is not I imminent very close uh, but we don't know for sure that that's going to happen. Uh, and and you got to wait until something is fi filed with the court. But certainly the belief around the president in the White House, those who talk to him, is that he is expressing the attitude that he needs to shut this thing down. He hasn't tried, figured out the way to do it yet, uh, except to appeal to this base. Because we are in this country, as Jeff's comments indicated, uh, in the midst of a cold civil war, a cultural and political cold civil war. And Donald Trump, it predates Donald Trump, but he has exploited it brilliantly uh, and takes advantage of it. And the other thing that's involved here, and, and I'll let you ask another question and stop talking here in a second, is that this is very much about lying. That, that one of the things that we've seen, even with uh, the Prime Minister of Canada in the last week, is the compulsive or endemic lying by the President of the United States. And he tells us there's no collusion here. There's nothing here. Uh, in fact, we have from the record, you can say this journalistically, as a repertorial fact, whether you're on Fox, CNN, or MSNBC, it doesn't matter. The repertorial fact is this President lies. And why do we have any reason to believe that he's not lying 
about the Russia investigation and what's underneath it. We have less you reason to believe so him you, than you, we do the just, witnesses, the journalists, and the evidence that we've seen so far. It doesn't mean that there's evidence yet that we have seen of definitive collusion. But Mueller, I think we can, we can say, is trying to build a vast narrative of Trump, mm. his business, and his uh, political aspirations in dealing with the Russians from the beginning, getting money from people who are Russians, ethno-Russians, and then running for office, and how all of these pieces of the puzzle fit together. I could listen to you all day, Carl, but well, you yeah. lies. Went on there. So let's Pardon go me. through some of the lies from this week. I, I made a sure. list of these. There's different kinds of lies, right, Carl? The RNC's talking points for this weekend, for example. I got a hold of the talking points. Let me put it on screen. It says, despite the media's fixation with White House palace intrigue, there is no chaos in the Trump administration. Now, obviously, that's not true, but that's just a kind of silly lie, right? That's spin. On well, the other hand, there's lies with serious consequences, though. Well, look at the ICE official in San Francisco who had enough. He resigned. This is an ICE spokesman who said he just couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't spread falsehoods for the Trump administration. And then, as you mentioned, Trump himself uh, saying to fundraisers at a private fundraiser that, oh, yeah, he made up some facts with the Canadian prime minister. There's all these different kinds of, of fibs or falsehoods we've seen, but some of them have real consequences. This is Chicago's finest internet radio show, making a world a better place, one show at a time. The George Water Jr. Show is now on the air. Take it away, Dad. All right, uh, Donald Trump will fire Mueller before he can get anything done, probably. Uh, we all heard about Donald Trump uh, and his asshole lawyer saying that the investigation should be shut down. And now the Republicans are coming out and saying, no, 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 if you fire Mueller, it's the end presidency. And now Trump is saying, well, I never said I never. And his lawyer is saying that uh, Trump didn't say it, that it was him who said it. Uh, how dumb do these people are? You working for Trump? Donald Trump is your client. You work for him. You're not going to say anything unless he approves you saying it. And now you saying that you didn't say it. You said it on your own, and that you you wasn't speaking for your client yourself. Give me a break. These people think we're dumb all day, and they're dumb all day for thinking that we're dumb all day. It, it, it's easy and that that the Trump administration throw crap out here throw it out here, and he's begging it up. No, the first thing we're going to say is he must be lying. We have to watch it. And if Trump says anything that's rational, and that's very seldom, or anything that might be true very seldom, we still will not believe it because Trump has lied over 2,000, over 2,500 times. It's documented. And he doesn't give a damn. And you know what? All that lying, he just keeps on lying. Uh, and he obstructs justice right out here in the open. He don't try to hide it. He doesn't try to do anything. He obstructs justice. And he said, leave me alone and let me lie. Wow. This guy, Trump, is something else. I mean, he, he, thinks, he thinks he's handsome. <laughs> Did you see him the other day? He was at some rally saying he was better looking than somebody else and that he... Sh- and he said three times, yeah, 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 I'm handsome. 
man, give me a break. Give a, give America a break. This man should not be in the White House. Uh, and obviously, the Democrats don't want to get rid of him because they feel that long as he's in office, that's votes for them. He's in office. America gonna um, the American people gonna become more pissed off. All right, we're having some uh slow connections uh problems here, folks. So deal with us, George Walter Jr. show. Making the world a better place is all is what it's all about all the time. Hate lies have no home here. Get carry parents. Be nice to one another. It is so easy. Peace is not the absence of conflict, but the ability to cope with it. Teach peace. Teach the peace they want. All right. Uh, this is the George Wander Jr. Show, and we were just talking about um, um, Trump. I mean, <laughs> seems like everybody's talking about Trump. If you if you go online and you look at the uh, advertisement, and you look at the uh, if you look at um, the Hill, uh, some of these uh, media outlets. Huffington Post, uh, CNN, USA Today. I mean, there's no, no shortage of Donald Trump coverage. Even during the campaign, Donald, the 26th campaign for president of the United States, Donald Trump was getting more um, uh, media coverage than the other candidates were. And I thought that was a little bit unfair, but Donald Trump, he he was he, he's just a controversial guy. I mean, he just his mouth just overloaded his ass and you know, he got all that coverage for free. And he's still getting it. But it's negative. It's very very negative. And, and I was talking about basically the uh Trump will fire Mueller. Yeah, I think he will. Even though he's been warned by the Democrats and the Republicans not to do so, he's been warned uh by the media not to do so. But uh Trump is just unhinged, unleashed, unorthodox, and I think he will fire Mueller, even if it means being kicked out of office. Because if he's fi- if he fires Mueller, it's totally in your face, as as it always been, obstruction of justice. He will not let Mueller do his job. And I agree with one of the politicians who said that if Trump is so damn innocent then he should have no problem with this investigation. They will probably find anything, won't find nothing. But he acts and he carries himself like he is guilty. He acts and he carries himself like if he is going to get the electric chair and fry. He acts like he just acts guilty. I mean, we Americans, we know that. If we're following this, we know that Trump acts as if he ill. He did whatever it is. He did it. <laughs> he did it. Well, he whatever. Anyway, he uh, and an innocent person, as Trump claims to be, do not behave. People saying that Trump Trump acts like he's. I mean, all right, folks, we're back. We're back. We're going to be in and out because we have a slow connection to the George Wilder Jr. show. It's a slow connection, slow internet connection, I believe. 
it happens. It happens. Uh, you know, it's a great show. So stick around. If you if you hear my voice fade out, if you hear me, my voice, if you hear I'm talking about it and it suddenly stops. Hang in there. I'm just I'm just I'm going to click right back in because it, it seemed to be a slow connection. And whenever, anytime you're on the Internet or you're going out here online, you're you're, you're being broadcast all all around the world. This happens. OK, it happens. All right. Um, the George, what were we talking about? Trump. Trump is going to fire Mueller. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about what you think. I think the politicians think. Uh, I have a feeling that this guy is going to jail one way or another. Either Stormy Daniels are going to get him, the porn star, uh, or Mueller will. Or he's going <laughs> to uh, resign. One of the, it's got to be one of the three. Either Stormy Daniels, the porn star who he, who his lawyer paid one hundred thirty thousand uh, dollars uh, uh, to shut up, not to say anything about Trump and their affair, or it's going to be uh, Mueller finding him guilty of collusion, uh, obstruction of justice, and just maybe money laundering, or just being an asshole. Or either he feels that he's going to feel the heat so bad, he's going to do like Nixon, Richard Nixon, and resign. I really think so. I mean, right now he's quaking in his boots. He's still trying to uh, uh, get bills through, get things passed, and do things, try to take your mind off that he may be on his way out. And boy, do we hope so. We really... (laughs) We hope so. We hope that he is on his way out because he is a monster president, you know, and he is one of the worst presidents ever. However, you still got some diehard Trump fans out there, supporters who want to support him as he as he sinks further down into the goo. You know, so and. Yeah, I mean, he said he wasn't going to fire Mueller. Uh, uh, a couple of days ago, especially when the Republicans came back and said he better not fire him or he will lose his presidency. But Trump is stubborn. Trump is hard-headed. Trump is going to do what Trump wants to do. If Trump wants to fire Mueller, he's going to fire Mueller. And if he fires Mueller, the United States, the entire entire United States is going to be up and in his ass and demanding his resignation. The whole world is going to be demanding, at least in America, going to be demanding he resign, kick his ass out of that office if he fires Mueller. And it looks like he might because this this report that I'm getting it seems like it's current. It's current. Okay, Trump will fire Mueller if he can get any uh, issues out. Okay, this is, this is what they're saying. And I do believe he's going to fire Mueller. Republicans leave him alone, or he will be thrown out. But I don't think, as I just got through, folks, I don't think he's going to leave Mueller alone. He can't. It's not in his DNA. Uh, he knows he's going. He knows he's guilty, wandering, collusion.
Okay, we were thrown out again. I don't know what's going on with the internet connection. It could be that too many people are online. It could be too many people are on this particular line. Uh, it could be an overflow of people just being online. And, and this, is, this seems like one of those times where people are flooding the internet. And sometimes when people are flooding the internet and there's too many people online and you all on Wi-Fi or you, it, it's better on Wi-Fi because down it that is not uh uh all that foolproof uh you know it just this this certain day i don't think i've ever had this 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 much uh being i, I don't think i've ever been thrown this much off the air as i have today but i do know it's a slow connection and do know a lot of people are online there's a lot of people uh listening there's a lot of people just online on their phones on their tablets on their laptops tops they're just online talking and engaging with and that's fine but you show up right now folks so some of you folks <laughs> cut off your computers especially if you're around the area that i am i'm in because it's overloaded and uh we don't want to uh do anything wrong uh, let's go back to saying that uh trump is saying that this is a total winch hunt trump intentions mentions Mueller by name as he blasts the investigation. And, you know, I just think that this guy is going to uh, fire Mueller. Even though he's, even though the Republicans let Mueller do his job, uh, that Mueller, Robert Yeah, it's going to be a long one, folks. This <laughs> this is going to be a long one. Uh, it's going to be a long show because we got about 30 more minutes left into the show, and I keep getting kicked off because of a slow connection, a weak connection, or something. We're going to straighten out uh, after the show is over. And my guest, Karen Pierce, Karen Pierce did not show up. She may have. A lot of times, guests don't show up because uh, they forget that they have a, a an appointment to do the show. Or they just blow it on on off. But remember, when a guest doesn't show up on the George Wilder Jr. show, it's not my fault because they contacted me first to be on the show. They've contacted me to be on the show. Then they send me their information, their phone numbers, and all that stuff. I call them back, and sometimes we talk. And uh, sometimes it's off you know they might have listened to a, a podcast here or there and they decided they didn't like it and they don't want to be on the show or it wasn't their kind of show i don't know uh but most people who uh, i do book for the show and i do the booking i do book for the show they uh show up for the show i mean they are here and sometimes they're surprised me that they're here i said well he's cheap and suddenly hey wow they're here hey george as I've said, folks, we're in and out, in and out. Poor connection, poor internet connection, poor online connection, too many people online, and that's throwing us off. Anyway, why won't Donald Trump uh, publicly rebut Stormy Daniels? Only Donald, Donald Trump can uh, uh, answer that. Not even, his, uh, not even Sarah Huckabee Sanders can answer that. And she thinks that she speaks for him, but every time she... She's asked a question. She don't know nothing. She don't know anything. Well, talk to the president. Talk to the president's lawyer. Uh, I haven't heard that. We haven't discussed that. But yet she speaks for the president. 
um, Republicans to Donald Trump um, leave Robert Mueller alone. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think Trump is going to defy Republicans. He's going to defy Democrats. And he's going to uh, do what he wants to do. And he's going to fire Mueller. And the United States is going to fall. <laughs> the United States of America is going to fall into the abyss. Because Donald Trump has already destroyed certain parts of the country. We have to vote, 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 vote so we can rebuild the country after Donald Trump. I know I know that um, a lot of people are concerned about America, saying he's trying to destroy democracy, he's trying to be a dictator, he loves Putin. All of that is true. He does want to be a dictator. He wants to be a king. He, be, he wants what he says come out of his mouth to be law. He thinks he's so much above the law. He thinks the law can't touch him. He's crazy. He's, uh, uh, I'm looking at an approval rating right here. Um, the FBI and Mueller has more, have a higher approval rating than Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah they have a higher approval. I've, I've seen this before where I think the FBI has an approval rating of 28. Bob Mueller has a approval rating of nine. Trump has a negative approval of 15. So Americans are on the side of the investigation. Americans are on the side of the FBI and Bob Mueller, not Donald Trump's. And I'm pretty sure he saw the poll, but, Don, like, but Donald Trump doesn't give a damn about the poll. He doesn't care what the poll says. Trump rages against special counsel Mueller, Russia probe. You know, this guy is just one of them guys that just, just he's just pitiful. Okay, let's see if we can do a uh, promo spot here before we get thrown off again. If you would like your product, service, or your book to be mentioned on the George Wilder Jr. Show twice a day, four days a week, <laughs> right here on the George Wilder Jr. Show, just email the show or email its host for more details. Thank you. All these crooks. It is so many crooks in the White House. And Errol, first to you, I want to talk about the president's reaction to Ken Frazier. Ken Frazier quit. The president's manufacturing council. Ken Frazier's the man who's been to the president's side many times when this group has been meeting. Ken Frazier quit. And what did the president do about it? Let me talk to Donald Trump and explain to him talk that to as Trump. president of the United States, he represents blacks and Jewish people and Hispanics and people of every color and every creed. And it is his job as president of the United States to stand up for each and every American, to stand up vertically against racism and bigotry. Peddling to racism is just as bad as being a racist. So Donald Trump is either a racist or he's peddling to it, and both are frank, frankly unacceptable and make him unfit to be president of the United States. If you can't be president, if you cannot stand up and represent Americans, you should not be president. And to my party, to the Republicans who are speaking out today, my question is, what the hell took you so long? When someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. For too long, Republicans in Congress, elected leaders, have looked the other way while a misogynist, racist, bigoted pig is in the White House. Let me tell you, we cannot capitulate. 
the office of the presidency of the United States. We cannot capitulate moral clarity. We cannot capitulate principles. We cannot capitulate Republican values and American values. No piece of legislation, no bone that he may throw on policy, no regulation is worth cheapening the office of the United States this way. It is breaking us apart. It is not news that's breaking us apart. It is the president of the United States who is causing this news. So Republicans need to stand up, need to grow a spine, and need to reject him. They don't, I'm tired of hearing Republicans say they're disappointed and disturbed by something he says. You know what? When he invites you to the White House, don't yeah. go. When he invites you to dinner, don't go. Do not stand next to him until he starts behaving in a presidential manner. Go and if he can't, you've got to confront him over and over and over and over again. And, Governor, here's, here's, what, here's what folks are saying. Um, those comments today that were at Trump Tower in the same place where he launched his presidential campaign in June of 2015 by saying this. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. So far, the only person who's given a full account of what the president said yesterday is the one Democrat who was president, who was president. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin, a leading advocate for Dreamers and other immigrant groups. In a series... Can you believe this? Can you believe this? Uh, uh, Newt Gingrich is calling, uh, is saying Trump firing Mueller would be a disaster. I mean, this is a knucklehead from Fox News. And he's saying that Trump firing Mueller would be a disaster. I mean, them assholes over at Fox News, they want, they advocated, they begged Trump to stop to fire Mueller. They begged him to, to fire Mueller. And now this thing is a bad idea. You know, because they're, you know, they're changing their minds over there as Fox about this. Even, even Sean Hannity, you don't hear him talking about Trump should fire Mueller. They should end the investigation because they're afraid that their ass is going to be carried carried out in handcuffs you know so and they're now talking about um cambridge analytical could add new dimension robert Mueller probe this new dimension is going to add evidence in convicting and indicting indicting and convicting donald trump that's what it's going to do so we're going to talk about that a little bit but we're folks we're being thrown off every 20 every 15 or 10 minutes or so i'm just going to click right back into the show so stay with me don't go nowhere if my voice cuts out or fades out don't worry about it and we, we will be right back on the air because there's a slow very slow connection here i don't know if it's the ground connection or if it's the wi-fi or whatever it is it's uh fading in and fading out as i've said before maybe there's too many people on the internet because they're this is a night where people are online, a lot of people. I'm talking about millions of people. So anything could uh, uh, cause a lot of things to go wrong. We're going to do Maxine Waters here. Okay, I think, yeah, Maxine Waters, her tirade. So far, uh, the I, I love Maxine Waters. I, who's given a I full account of great. what the president said yesterday. All right, Maxine one Waters. Democrat who was president, who was president. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin, a leading advocate for Dreamers and other immigrant groups. In a series of We're press appearances of this morning, Durbin recounted exactly what happened inside the Oval Office. 
the president came into the Oval Office and Senator Lindsey Graham and I made our presentation. As Senator Graham made his presentation, the president interrupted him several times with questions and in the course of his comments uh, said things which were hate-filled, vile, and racist. We have a group that have temporary protected status in the United States because they were the victims of crises and disasters and political yeah, upheaval. Gregory is back on the, the largest group is El Salvador, and the second is Honduras, and the third is Haitian. Meet the press and, hired, and when I uh, mentioned that fact to him, he uh, said Haitians, do we need more Haitians? And then he went on when we started to describe the immigration from yeah. Africa that was being Using protected. bad language in the White House. That's what he used his vile and vulgar comments, calling the nations they come from shitholes. The exact word used by the president, not more, not just once, but repeatedly. My colleague, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham yeah. of South Carolina, spoke up and made a direct comment on what the president said. I was very proud of him. It took courage for what he did. And um, I made my own comments in response to it, but for him to confront the president as he did, uh, literally sitting next to him, took extraordinary political courage and I respect him for it. He said, put me down for wanting more Europeans to come to this country. Why don't we get more All people right, from Maxine. Norway? That was exactly what the president said. I'm joined now by Democratic Congresswoman Maxine Waters of California. So, Congresswoman, you have Dick Maxine. Durbin saying that when uh, immigration from Haiti or the TPS situation from Honduras and Haiti and El Salvador was described, Donald Trump said, Haitians, do we need more Haitians uh, on the question of Africa? He called those nations shitholes. That was exact word used by the president per Lindsey Graham. And then uh, the last bit here, mm. Donald Trump saying, put me down for wanting more Europeans to come for this country. Your thoughts, Congresswoman? Well, you know, I have called him uh, what I know him to be for a long time. Uh, remember some time ago I called him scumbag? Uh, I've called him a racist, deplorable, despicable, uh, added to what others are calling <laughs> him, a moron, ignorant, on and on and on. The United States of America is represented by the most despicable human being that could possibly ever walk the earth. I don't know when Americans are going to tire of this lying man. Uh, it has been documented that he has told over 2,001 lies since he has been in office. He named calls. He basically disparaged a United States congresswoman and basically said she would do anything for a contribution. Talked about, as you know, during the campaign, grabbing women by their private parts. What more do we need <laughs> to see or hear from this racist man? Not only is he racist, uh, he is an embarrassment uh, for this country. Our allies are quickly moving away from him. What are we waiting for? He is basically bringing this country down. And for all of those Republicans on the other side who stand with him, who claimed to have been patriotic, they are not patriotic. They are they are complicit. With not the guts to stand up or they join him as racist. And so I I have known this 
uh, and I've called for his impeachment over and over again. I've been criticized for it, but I don't know what else we need to see about him. I know a lot of people are saying, let's see what Mueller is going to do. Is he going to connect the dots? Well, this man has obstructed justice right before our very eyes. We keep hearing about all of these meetings and connections with the Russians uh, by his family and others. I simply believe that not only has he colluded, and of course he has obstructed justice, but his character is such that the United States and the citizens of this country, rather, should not be willing to tolerate. He's a bad image for our children, and he should be impeached. We should move him out of office. The American citizens who are fed up with him are looking for Congress to take responsibility and do what we must do and impeach him. Get rid of him. Get him out of here. And, and you know, Congressman, you you hit on a point because when you say well, how much more can we tolerate and you know I think all those of us who are in this business hear from people all the time what can we do and it, the, the truth is that only Congress can rein in a president of the United States and that impeachment or censure has to begin in the House of Representatives I want to play you two pieces of sound from the Speaker of the House Paul Ryan and the way he reacted to Donald Trump's racism back on the campaign trail and the way that he reacted to what we just learned that the president said um, in the Oval Office and this was these are those two things. And this is the yes. first one is June 2016. Here OK. Claiming a person can't do the job because of their race is sort of like the textbook definition of a racist comment. I think that should be absolutely disavowed. It's absolutely unacceptable. First thing that came to my mind was very unfortunate. No. Um, We're going to vote you out. Um, whether you're coming from Haiti. We've got great friends from yeah. Africa All and right. Janesville uh, who are doctors who are just still. incredible. And uh I just think it's important that we celebrate that. The first piece of sound was when uh, Donald Trump disparaged Judge Curiel, saying that he's Mexican, therefore he can't judge uh, a case against Donald Trump. What do you make of, of, of the declination of Paul Ryan's outrage from June of 2016 to today? Well, evidently, uh, he is not a real leader. Uh, and I wish I could say he didn't have the courage of his convictions, because I don't know if he has any. Uh, but I know this. History will not be kind to him, uh, to these Republicans, and to those who are basically standing by him, embracing him. As far as I'm concerned, they're confirming uh, that they're just as bad as he is. And so for Paul Ryan, uh, who is supposed to be a leader, who, you know, occupies the speakership, uh, for the Congress, for the House of Representatives. He is irresponsible. He is not providing leadership. He's not doing his job. We need to get rid of him also. And, and, and Congresswoman John Lewis, <laughs> Congressman John Lewis, of course, civil rights legend John Lewis, is not going to be going, he says, to the State of the Union. Are you going to go? Oh, no. You know, I didn't go to the inauguration. I didn't go to, um, you know, the joint session that was held after that. I don't intend to go to this one. Why would I take my time to go and sit and listen to a liar, to someone who lies in the face of facts, who's someone who can change their tune day in and day out. What does he have to say that I would be interested in? I don't trust him, I don't appreciate him, and I wouldn't waste my time sitting in that house listening to what he has to say. He does not deserve my attention. Congresswoman Maxine Waters, definitive as always. Thank you so much. When we think All right, that's of Max the advances we've made, she is again. it is no surprise that so many of us are utterly devastated by the election of Donald Trump. I have been very clear about my opposition to this president. 
And everyone knows what I believe. I believe he is one of the most dishonorable, deceitful, and despicable people ever to hold public office. He has undermined the rule of law. He has isolated the United States allies. He has decimated our country's standing and leadership around the world. He has empowered and emboldened white nationalists, racist criminals, and con men just like himself. He flew to Puerto Rico after the island was ravaged by a hurricane, insulted San Juan's mayor, and proceeded to throw paper towels at our fellow Americans who are to this day still trying to recover from that storm. He endorsed a pedophile that ran for the United States Senate and defended wife beaters on his White House staff. This man lies on a daily basis. And for all of the people and institutions he has insulted over the last two years, the only person he will not offend or criticize is Vladimir Putin, a brutal dictator who does not share our nation's interests around the world. Of course, none of this should surprise any of us because Donald Trump revealed and showed us who he is and what he was all about throughout his campaign. You may have heard that Donald Trump recently attacked me at the Grand Island Club dinner last week. And people are asking me, oh my goodness, what do you think about that? Well, I tell you what I think about it. I certainly expected him to do something like that. I don't know why it took him so long. Don't forget, this man who's disparaging me has been called stupid, ignorant, uninformed, unhinged, and a moron by his own staff and appointees. And so he had the nerve to attack me. I'm in this fight. I am not going to back down. And I believe that all of us deserve better than Donald Trump. I believe this country deserves better than Donald Trump. I wanted everyone to know that they had a right to be angry about the election of Trump, that this president is not normal, but that all is not lost, because each of us has the power to set this country back on track. I feel very confident and hopeful about the future because I know there are so many people here tonight and in cities and towns across the United States who are about to reclaim their time and reclaim this country. So, we are counting on all of you to show up during the 2018 midterms and vote for people who will restore this democracy and uphold everything that we have fought for to advance the LGBTQ equality. And ladies and gentlemen, again, I keep bringing up Mueller's name because I have so much faith in him. I like the work that he's doing. I think he's going to get him. And if, for some reason, he's not able to get him, I'm counting on Stormy to do it.
The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. It is all about making the world a better place. Join me. Trump and his lawyer are talking about uh, uh, Trump being framed. I mean, this this sounds more like a spy novel 
or a, a murder novel <laughs> than the White House. I mean, this is just ridiculous. There's some, I don't know, picked up frame. Maybe they was watching uh, Barbara Stanwyck and uh, James uh, Fred McMurray in uh, Double Indemnity, also starring <laughs> Edward G. Robinson. This is something. I mean, I mean, there's a if you think about it, there's a lot of people right now writing books, crafting books about this administration, including yours. I mean. We are writing books about this, you know, because this is this is this, this has never happened before. And I've never done a political uh, nonfiction book before, especially on politics. No, no, this will be my first one. But with this, I just I felt compelled to do something. I felt compelled to write something about the debacle in the White House. I wasn't when I first started off writing this book, I wasn't writing about political. Uh, politics in general, I was just uh, you know, uh, dashing this uh, with, with politics. But now it seems like it's all about the Trump administration because that it just catapults everything. It just knocks everything else down and just makes you want to just focus on this asshole in the White House and, you know, and how we feel about it and, and the things that are happening to America that he's causing. And, uh, you know, I just felt I had to do And there's a lot of people out here writing books about it. I'm usually a fiction writer. I like fiction. I like writing scary stories, love stories, um, uh, cops and robber kind of thing in the mold of uh, Dirty Harry and all that stuff. But I just felt I had to do a political book. I had to say something serious about this. I had to be really, really serious about what's going on in America today uh, in, the Trump, in the Trump era. This is just awful. It was going on in America today. And I'm not the only one saying that. You got politicians saying that. You got lawyers, doctors. You got all kind of professionals saying the same thing, that Trump is is out of his league. He's over his head. He doesn't know what he's doing. And if he's doing anything, he's getting um, uh, he's getting it from people who are close around him, who are putting things in his ear, telling him what he could do, what he can't do. And he come out here and he does it because he doesn't know what he's doing. He's got people around him to make sure that he is doing something. And he'll and he'll he'll pick anything out of the blue and say, I want to uh, mess with the banks. Oh, well, then cut the regulations on the banks. You know, so that means that if. If your money is missing, if there's a discrepancy in your cash that you're saving, your savings account, you can't do anything about it because there's no regulations on the bank. You can't sue the banks. Uh, and this is what Trump and, and his minions are about, protecting the money. It's all about money. And I bet you if, if Bob Mueller finds anything on Trump, it's going to be money laundering. Because I've been hearing a lot about money laundering, believe me. I've been hearing a hell of a lot about money laundering, collusion. Get him on and and definitely, there's no doubt in my mind that he will not be strung up on obstruction of justice. This man has obstructed justice, like Maxine Waters has said. He didn't try to hide it, and that's against the law. That's an impeachable offense. But he feels that the Republicans are going to him no matter what. No matter how much he kicked them up their asses, he feels that they are going to protect him all the time. You know, um, this is just awful. You know, this is just awful. And and we just have to vote. 
you know, even if we think that Russia may meddle in the uh, 2000 upcoming uh, 2018 elections, even if we feel that they may meddle, uh, but if as a, if enough of us if get out here and do our thing and vote, it doesn't matter if they meddle or not meddle. Uh, uh, the numbers will be extraordinary where they can't affect the election. But I'm hearing that uh, so many outlets are trying to stop the Russian meddling that they some say is sure to come. Um, but we have to just vote. We got to vote in in droves. We got to vote in, in in groups and in thousands. You know, to 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 uh, excuse me, take this country back. And that's what it's all about: taking this country back, because we don't have it now. The people that have this country are Donald Trump and the thugs who are in the White House. We got we have to take it back. Thank you, everybody.